recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. Today on the show, we have me. We have Luke Ski on the show. He's never on the show. Wow. (laughs) And also Dead by 28. Yes, Dead by 28 will be pre-recorded interview coming up later in the show. In the meantime, welcome to episode 702 of the Funny Music Podcast for November 30th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is Hollow Flock. And uh, your job is to work that into our conversations somehow, because I'm a dick. All right. Uh, Let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Well, um... Uh, yesterday I went to Disneyland because it was the last day of the year I'd be able to because the type of, uh, the Imagine Key Pass that I have has all of December blocked out. So I knew that if I wanted to at least set foot in the park and potentially do any holiday shopping that I would need to do it. So I had a day off, so I'm like, cool, I'll just print out there. I also, I, uh, I also used it as a... Uh, an excuse to um, just sit down and start working on a new creative project that I have been wanting to get to work on. Um, And uh, yeah, it was, um, I managed to get a few uh, productive hours of note taking and um, (laughs) it's a, it was, you know, it's cool. Like we, like I've talked about it with uh, Kyle on the, um, on the tunes podcast uh, where he calls like whenever I go to Disneyland to work on something like that, he calls it, you know, it's like going to a Starbucks uh, to work on your screenplay times a million. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that. So, and my one specific uh, thing that I was trying to accomplish as a, you know, Disney fan person was uh, I wanted to see if I could find Ahsoka Tano uh, as one of the, uh, you know, meet and greet characters over in Batu, uh, and um, so when I went to set myself up to um, do this, you know, kind of uh, to be at this table and work, I, I set myself up uh, in a seating area for one of their restaurants near the marketplace area that had a view of both, like the lead into the main marketplace that's kind of covered, and also the outside part where there's like a walking path where, you know, a lot of the, you know, characters who are just kind of, you know, rambling by will go. So once I kind of set up there and I put a food order in on the mobile thing and was waiting for it, like within about five or 10 minutes, I saw Ahsoka. (laughs) So nice. I immediately grabbed my bag and, you know, headed out and, and yeah, finally got to have, you know, a picture with Ahsoka because, you know, you never know. uh, I mean, I kind of assume that they're eventually going to announce that they're doing a season two of Ahsoka and obviously she's still an important character and, you know, a whole lot of other stuff and the Clone Wars and everything. So it's not like the character's going away, but, you know, they don't always 
you know, not every character stays in rotation, you know, all the time. So yeah. I have no idea if they were going to be, you know, still having her out and about, you know, in 2024, you know, by the time I could get back there. So I wanted to see if I could, you know, with her and I did. And there were a lot of characters out in force for a, for a Wednesday afternoon. Cause I saw, I saw Kylo Ren walking around with a couple of the first order troopers uh, I saw Boba Fett, who I'd never seen in person before. Uh, I saw um, Ray and Chewbacca walking around. And then, then I saw Ahsoka. And then when I sat down, I started working on my thing. And then as I was at the table at one point, a couple hours later, I was, like, you know, working on some stuff. And then, like, you know, suddenly there was, like, a person right here, like, standing up, you know, next to my table where I was sitting down. And I was like, oh, am I in somebody's way? And I looked up. And it was uh, Fennec Shand, the <laughs> the character – um, played by oh, I forgot her name now. Ming Na Wen. That's it. You know, it was, uh, uh, that was from the book uh, from Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, and and she was walking right there with Boba Fett, and a bunch of people were trying to take pictures. And I'm like, it's like it's like oh, Fennec Shand is like right in front of my face right now. Okay, so so I just kind of leaned over for over where was taking their picture, and I just kind of got my phone out. I was like, click, you know. Um, so, ADHD yeah, uh, Rocks Pod wants to know if Mando is still a character in the park. He still is. I haven't seen him. I mean, I didn't see him yesterday, but I assume he's still out and about. He was there when I went to when when Carrie and Alexander last came to visit. He was out and about, and uh, yeah, um, I assume he's he still he still does his thing. Cool. Um, um, yeah. So I'll have to ask. Actually, I should ask Kalani. Um, if, if, you know, if she's seen Mando more recently, because she goes to the park a lot more than I do, because she lives closer to it, and she has the much better uh, imagine, or not imagine, she has the, another one of the higher level keys that she can basically go to the park whenever she wants. Um, what else did I do this week? Um, I, I finally kind of got myself organized with my to-do list to figure out what major things need to get done in my life, and I managed to get a few of them done. Uh, I put the Luke's Key Top 50 up on Spotify as a playlist. That was one of the things I did. Um, I, uh, I, I, a few months back, I messaged Art Paul Schlosser about buying some of his CDs because I, uh, um, I, uh, I, I, I want to be, you know, I, I like to support my friends who put out physical media still, and I, you know, I buy their albums. So it had been a couple of years since I checked in with him, and he's had like six albums you know in the past two or so years he's had 35 so I, albums released in the past two years <laughs> yeah i mean it's so so that and along okay so i sent him a check so that i could that he'll send those to me um so that i could have them for my collection but the other the funny thing is because everyone's posting their spotify wrap-up lists mm. is that you know over the past year I've been trying to get caught up on the, on, you know, my, my mixtaping project, you know, for the years 2021 and 2022. So to make sure I didn't fall behind with the, with the Art Paul stuff that I hadn't bought on CD yet, you know, I was listening to them on, uh, on Spotify, you know, throughout the year so that I could pick out what tracks I liked. And, you know, I, I just went and bought a bunch of individual tracks on YouTube, not on YouTube, on, on iTunes. Uh, while I was waiting to, you know, reasonably afford sending him the money for the CDs, so, you know, because iTunes tracks are only like 99 cents each. So 
But I was listening to all those albums on Spotify because he puts them all up there. So that's the reason why my Spotify rap has our Paul Schlosser as my number one act of the year. You know, and the, and a similar thing happened to you. Yeah, you are my number one act of the year because you put up all of your your albums, and I just as you as you put them up, I listen to them. So I listen to your entire discography, and you are my number one artist for the year, um, right up there with Cannibal Corpse, Ale Storm, Carcass, and Worm Quartet. <laughs> So you're in good yes. company, um, and actually, it said I am your like point top point one percent of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can get higher than that. <laughs> well, and that's the thing because I was specific, and I didn't even have the the Spotify rap thing in mind when I was doing all this stuff months ago. But it's but I was specifically asking people back then. Hey, as I'm putting these, you know, as I'm putting my old albums up on Spotify, please re-listen to them to prepare for doing the Luke's Top 50 poll. So, in those, in the in the, in the Spotify Wrapped rankings thing, and it says like the number of people for whom I'm their number one artist, and I had like like 14 or 15. I was like, that's and and for a split second, I'm like. That can't possibly be true. And then I realized, oh, wait, they all listened to all of my albums over the course of five (laughs) months. That's why that's a thing. So that's very likely not going to be the case next year. So, but, you know, in any case, for my, for my, you know, more or less debut year of getting all my music up, you know, it was pretty interesting information. Because I was expecting my number one artist and album to be, um, uh, Bonnie Gordon, because I think her album Con Artist is the one I've listened to the most over the course of the year, um, at least on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, if um, if Weird so Al he, is your number one most listened to artist, he recorded a video. Uh, you can see it online of like it's like a thank you. I video. saw it. I saw it. It's really funny. And the uh, Chris, I forget his last name, the lead singer of Alestorm did the same thing because they were my number one artist. Or and, uh, like no, you were number number one. I think Alestorm was number two. And but because I don't know, I guess you didn't feel like recording a thank you video for Spotify or something. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's so there's a I got an Alestorm thank you video from from the from Christ Christoph is his name. Yeah, I, I didn't know that that was an option because I'm still so new to, to you know. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm just I'm just kidding. I don't because, I don't yeah. think they reached out. They would have reached out to specific artists. I don't think you know you were on their radar. So, yes. Speaking of Spotify silliness, um, <laughs> um, and I, I, we may have mentioned this last week in uh, on the show, but um, uh, there's a there's a, a new entity on the internet called Nerdcore Nexus, uh, and they uh, asked Mega Rand to put together a playlist of that was the title of the playlist is Nerdcore, where it started, and and it and, and so so Mega Rand made this amazing playlist. Like, you know, the luminaries of the nerdcore scene that just kind of, you know, really spotlight, you know, all of the amazing stuff. And um, so I, it's like the, 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 the good news is there are uh, there's tracks on there uh, by uh, Demo Spice, uh, Spider-Verse is on there, which, of course, features Insane Ian and you know, uh, and me and, and, and one up and Lex, Lex con artist and 
Kyle and Bonnie. Uh, and then in the initial version he put out, uh, the track that was chosen to represent the Great Luke Ski was my cover of the second year of Deer Camp. <laughs> <laughs> At which, you know, and I'm assuming that track was chosen because they went to the Great Luke Ski, you know, you know uh, whether it was Nerdcore Nexus or whether it was Megaran, they went to the Great Luke Ski Spotify page and saw that that's my, you know, like other tracks of mine have like, you know, whatever, you know, low thousands of listens, but then the second week of Deer Camp has like 60,000 listens and they're like, oh, well, if that's the most popular track, we'll just throw that on there without actually listening to it and yeah. realize, <laughs> it's, first of all, it's not hip-hop. <laughs> second of all, it has nothing to do with being nerdy. <laughs> you know, so uh, I, I messaged uh, Mega Ran and I said, hey, um, that track, you know, I really appreciate being put on that list, but that track is a cover and doesn't really represent me. Would you be willing to swap it out for Stealing Like a Hobbit because it's, you know, my fan voted you know, most popular song, and it was number one of Dr. Demento in 2003, and blah, 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 and he was like, oh, yeah, sure, cool. So he, he, uh, <laughs> he deleted Deer Camp and then added <laughs> If I wanted to get nitpicky about it, it's like, he put, because originally, Second Week of Deer Camp was right next to Spider Versus, but then when he deleted that and added Sing Like a Hobbit, Sing Like a Hobbit ended up, like, at the bottom of the list. <laughs> and then, like, one more track by was added so it's like now it's like I'm at the bottom of the list I'm like uh, <laughs> I kind of wish I was up next to Nemo Spice but oh people well. <laughs> people are gonna uh, if anybody makes it that far down the list they'll hear my track people listen on <laughs> shuffle anyway so you'll be fine yeah yeah so um, but I mean still it was like a major honor that you know uh, uh, they thought enough of me to want to include me um, yeah, I was very happy so, when I saw Spider Versus yeah. was on that. I was very happy to be included because I'm usually not included when there's any kind of list of nerdcore anything. I am never on it, so I was very happy to be on this list. <laughs> so, so that was the thing. Oh, um, something else that happened this week is um, I got one of those things. I I keep forgetting what the term for it is. It's um, it's a. Sorry, traffic. Uh, what is that thing called? It's a gold. It's a something with a G and an F in it. It's is a, a, a girl find. Girl find. That sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, oh it's a gold find. finger. I have a girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay, so not a gold <laughs> finger. Okay. Yeah, a gold finger would be nice, but uh, uh, Kalani, who I've mentioned before. Uh, is now officially my girlfriend. Yay. So that's a thing. So it's weird because now I have a girlfriend. I haven't had a significant other in my life in over eight years. And it's like, it's just, I mean, I know how to do it. I just, it's just strange <laughs> to be like, wow, I have one of those again. This is weird. This person likes me and wants to hang out with me. I'm not sure what to do with this information. So... <laughs> But um, but yeah, uh, Kalani's awesome, and if I uh, if if I weren't in the middle of stupid traffic, by the way, the reason why I'm I'm in traffic right now is because I took this weekend off coming up because our uh, a friend of ours who if you listen to the Escape from Walt Disney podcast, you're familiar with um, the mad scientist Agatha File. Mm -hmm. um, 
Uh, none of us have ever actually met her in person, but she's actually coming out to California this weekend, and we're going to be hanging out, and I wanted to make sure that I'd have time to hang out with her uh, and Tony and everybody else. So I actually asked for both Saturday and Sunday off, so I thought as a means of, um, uh, you know, making myself more available for work during the week that I would say that I was available on Thursday night, hoping that they wouldn't schedule me or that, you know, but lo and behold, they scheduled me. And not only did they schedule me, they gave me the type of shift I hate the most. These stupid dynamic shifts where I have to drive out to the uh, San Gabriel Valley. And, and so, and it's just barely started raining a little bit. And any amount of moisture that comes from the sky makes LA people lose their minds. So, yes. Yes. We so yeah. Um but yeah, that's all in all uh you know what my week has been besides, you know, eating nummy Thanksgiving food prepared by Kalani. Uh yeah. Uh what have you been up to? Yeah, it's it's so weird that Thanksgiving was last Thursday. It feels like it was much longer ago. Um yeah, we did Thanksgiving with my in laws. Um and then not much else. I don't remember what else happened. Uh, as far as Thanksgiving goes, um, I actually had a fairly productive week. Um, I got the title graphics done for my short film. Um, fairly cool. intense title graphics, and the it's the first thing I've done that's managed to bring this computer to its knees. Like, <laughs> you get a a a, a fifty thousand pixel wide JPEG on top of another fifty thousand pixel wide JPEG, and do a soft mask from one to the other in premiere does not like that one bit. <laughs> so I had to figure out a different way to do it, which I did. And it, it looks really cool. Um, it'll be better once there's music behind it. Um, but I'm really happy with it so far. Um, I also finally got the music done for my Tom Lehrer cover. And I'm really happy with that. Um, I still need to record the vocals, which I was going to do earlier today and then work went nuts. And I did, we just finished working literally like five minutes before I started the call. Um, so hopefully tomorrow I will have a chance to finish up my song and then we can get this thing out. Cause I got the last, the other last song I was waiting for today. So Yay! that album is, is done pending my song. And then, so hopefully I can finish it all up this weekend and we can start selling it on Monday. Um, I started to my, use... see my big, my big concern with the ticking clock is Tom Lehrer's 95. Yes, I know. <laughs> I want the, I want him to hear the album, which we, which he has said that he wants to hear. Yes. So please let's get the album done and get it to him. So he hears it. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, um, I started a new sitcom class from, with my acting class and, uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I watched the new Doctor Who, which I was all excited about because I haven't had Doctor Who in a while. Um, watched it twice, actually. Um, liked liked the episode. Didn't think it was like the greatest episode ever or anything, but I, I did really enjoy it. it. It really felt like a return to form after some yeah. of the crap we've gotten over the past couple of years with with I, I keep wanting to call him Chinball, but I know that's wrong. Uh, Chibnall. Um and just yeah, but uh, yeah, I was very happy I mean, with I, the new I, episode. I mean, I I loved Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. I love you know her portrayal of that character and stuff. But just somehow, most of the stories with her just never, I don't know, grabbed me like yeah, 
you know, the, it was just the, it was just the writing. It, it was lousy, and you know, I mean, she was great, and there were some good episodes. I really enjoyed the um, um, the re- was it resolution of the Daleks? It was the the time loop one they did for New Year's last year, the year before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I really liked. I thought that was one of her best episodes. Um, but then they did that that. that God awful Sea Devils episode. Holy crap, that was a disaster. Oh my yeah. god, that was a mess. Anyway, um, so yeah, it was I There I were some people in Go ahead. There were some people in the lower decks Facebook group like going like they had this character called the Meep, you know, just after we had Moopsie. <laughs> yes. Mm, and it, everyone, everyone had to put, I want you all to point out, like, this is adapted from a comic made in 1980 and shows, like, all the pictures of <laughs> the comic version of Meep. And it's like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thought, but I was like, I was like, I'm, I, I was like, I, I didn't even know, I know about the comic, but I was, I, I was figured, it, yeah, it was just parallel thinking. I'm sure it wasn't yeah, one yeah. of them ripping off the other. But uh, I didn't realize how much I missed Donna until I saw her again. Oh, Donna's fucking awesome. She yeah. is amazing. <laughs> so it was so good to see her again, and I love the new opening sequence the title graphics and stuff with the timeline yeah. and stuff because I, I never really cared for the the clock one that they did with um with uh capaldi, capaldi um and even i forgot what i i didn't remember what what jody's looked like was it still the clocks no, i think hers was more of like uh like 70s lava lamp psychedelicness i'll have to look it up i don't even remember it but yeah, yeah um yeah, so I, re- I really liked the new intro graphics and the the logo, which is like very, very reminiscent of the the nineteen seventies diamond logo. It's almost the same. It's there's there's some little yeah. differences, but uh, it's it's just it's a nice update to that logo. It's it's just it's just so cool. So yes, all right. Plus, it seemed. I mean, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Just I, I know I don't know the specific amounts or economics or whatever but like now that they've teamed up with disney you know making this like a disney plus you know joint it's like oh shit we got money for effects now i mean you (laughs) know the meat looks amazing (laughs) you know yeah and i i i loved the design of the rarth warriors you know i mean they were really cool looking you know in in that same like they were like cheesy Doctor Who villain looking, but still really cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, if, if, if you have a minute, go. go. Hmm? No, I was going to say, if you have a minute, go look up like what the original comic characters look like and like compare to, you know, the, with the live action versions and, you know, the, the Wrath Warriors, you know are pretty dang accurate to what the comics look like. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right. Let, let's talk about some music, shall we? Give us a mm-hmm. quick intro to your song and we will give it a listen. Well, you know what? It's like I'm like five minutes away from um, from making this delivery. Maybe it would make more sense if I 
if, if you if you put the uh, the the Dead by Twenty Eight song and interview first, so that way I could sign off, do this delivery, and then sign back on. Okay, would that make sense? Yeah, we can do that. Um, okay. the Dead All by right, Twenty Eight cool. song is two and a half, three minutes, and then there's a twelve minute interview, so you got like fifteen minutes. And I'll do the news and just right. just sign back on whenever you're ready. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So here is the other Tom Lehrer song cover that we posted this week. This is Selling Out by Dead by 28. here with dead by 28 how you doing guys awesome Great. nice to be here welcome back thank you so tell us about selling out it's something you have to do nowadays and probably always since the dawning of time oh yeah, you mean the song yeah the song i mean that too but the, you know the song considering tom lair wrote this song when when was the original was this late fifties, early sixties? Have no idea about that fact. Yeah, yeah. I just I assumed fifties, sixties, and like exactly like you know that's part of the fun of the song. Like you know uh, how well it's held up. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, when people look back at like the 50s, 60s, they don't think about like, you know, the whole selling out. Most pe you wouldn't think most people or anyone was like, uh, would write a song about selling out. Oh, wow. This one's from 1973. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. According to genius.com. Can you cut out everything I just said? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're happy to be here today. <laughs> wow, 73. But it's still like, the, the, I guess most of what I said still stands. Like, frickin Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, 73 was 50 just, years ago because I know that was the year I was born. Out, so. Probably, yeah. And, and we've always been like this. I'm like, this is exactly the Tom Lear song that I wanted to do. Because, like, we're, like, you know, we're, like, a punk rock band, so selling out is something, like, you know, it's weird. Nowadays, like, selling out is, like, cool. <laughs> but, like, like the I've always, like, like, you know, 90s punk rock kid, selling out is, like, that's the enemy. Yeah, but exactly. Now, cool. now 90s people are, like, oh, your brand. Yeah, like, 90s oh, hip-hop was the same way. You know, people, you know, artists, as soon as they got popular, they were always yeah. accused of selling out. You gotta and, do what you gotta do to get yeah. the money. Like, oh, your brand, blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, that's not like what I'm about. I'm punk rock, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's why we don't have any money, right? Yeah. We, were, we were quite surprised that that one was still available because by the time we got involved with the tribute, there was a a lot of Tom Lear songs already claimed. So yes. yeah, we were very thankful that we were able to find one that was representative of what we were trying to to do as well yeah but to be fair like we have a different uh style of taste than most people so it would be make sense that we would pick a song that most people didn't care about <laughs> <laughs> so this was your first choice oh yeah definitely i have a cool. different style like uh, it's selling out dude that's my style <laughs> there are definitely other tom lear songs that i think we could have pulled off great yeah, but, but this was the one that we we're like okay we got we can add to this this will be fun yeah, to do yeah like i don't really i don't like doing stuff that like uh is like already well known and popular i like taking like something more like lesser known and makes like, yeah and like doing it like my my own way our own way yeah, stuff that's lesser known, it's it's sometimes easier to put your own spin on it because people don't it's yeah. it's not so ingrained in their brains that they have an expectation yeah. of what's gonna come. It's definitely gonna be a lot tougher to pull off, you know, one of his top songs and then everybody's gonna compare it to the original than something like this, which, you know, the average Tom Lear fan might know, but most other people are just gonna think, Hey, selling out, this is <laughs> what is this that you're talking about? Yeah. And that's just their style, you know. We're like the lesser known type of people. Yeah. <laughs> like Dead by Twenty Eight. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> but I, I love your sound, and it works very well with selling out. I love what you did with it. I will say that, like, I am very happy with the way like it sounds and how it turned out. We definitely did not go in confident that we were going to make it no. the song that turned out. It just as it evolved and we kept putting more and more time into yeah, it, we it really, definitely turned out better than we had hoped. The music musically it really like sounds really great because of like our guitar player and our new bass player and the drummer. Like they are very like talented musical wise. Like if you listen to it, like the bass is great, the fucking drums are like on and the guitar is just like 
It's like they did like a very good job. This was a good song for them because this was definitely this was a style that they were all interested in. Especially our bass player and our drummer were much more interested in this style than most of the music that we do. So this gave them a chance to shine on a Dead by Twenty Eight song. Yeah, this is a less punk rock song. Like we usually throw punk rock shit at them, and <laughs> they're more like a classically trained, jazz trained, okay, all that kind of. I'm yeah. Punk rap. yeah, all that kind of crap. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar yeah. with all that kind of crap. So we have a new bass player. Yeah, newish. He's new-ish. been around for about six months now. Um, some of the material that we've been releasing has him on it. Yeah. He's going to be on the entire next album that we've been working on for a while. But uh, we've been putting out cover songs with him on it just to kind of throw them out there. But they're, you know, he's still relatively new as opposed to everybody else in the band who's been working with us on and off for. You know, our drummer for quite a few years, our guitar player for 20 years. So, you know, by that comparison, uh, he's relatively a baby. (laughs) Yeah, 20 years, long time. Yeah. Do you feel old? Because I feel old. I feel very old, yes. I feel very old, too. (laughs) Yeah, nothing you can do about that. Just, you know, you get old, it sucks. And then then you get older and it sucks more. And then you get really old, and it really sucks. And that's that's about <laughs> that it. Really sucks. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> and end of story. Yep. Yep. Unless end you're of story. unless you're dead by twenty eight, and then you're immortalized afterwards. But uh, I think we'll we'll not be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you guys have going on? Um. You know, we uh. We've been like, uh, we're working heavily on our album, but that's like under wraps. But we've also just been throwing out the singles. Like we had a Halloween song that we tried to get on the pump, but it's okay. Yeah, that's my fault. Sorry. No, it's okay. But like, no, No, it's entirely my fault because there were a whole bunch of songs in the queue that just got missed because of uh, Fump Fest. And then some of them have have been since scheduled but since yours was a halloween song it was like well yeah yeah, yeah and we it was a last minute idea like he like freaking i want to say the beginning of october he was like oh it's a bummer that we don't have a halloween song and i was like nothing i'm working on is halloween based at all it's all album based and but i could try to knock something out and like somehow i just fucking knocked it out might and, have been the quickest he's ever turned out. Yeah, turned it was around lyrics to a song. It was weird. So yeah. it was a good accomplishment, even if it uh, was released a different way than we expected. And it was yeah. also a good learning lesson because now we're working on a Christmas song. And had we not made that mistake with the Halloween song, we might have mixed yeah. out on the Christmas song because we just weren't giving ourselves enough time between when the song was going to be finished and when it needed to go live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and like, we're like scheduling February at this point, so we. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I've I've learned my lesson, and I have a slot reserved for you. But I need to rearrange all of December anyway, so that the Christmas I hope songs it's not, like, go too cl- nasty for you. No, no, no. It, it's it'll be fine. I'm it's sure. Pretty nasty. Okay, good. Yeah, even for us, so okay. be prepared. It's- but, you know, if you need to move it around any which way, you know, feel free to do whatever you want with it. It's uh, it's definitely a holiday song, but if it comes out on the oh, currently oh, scheduled oh, time, oh, then oh, it's the perfect oh, day for oh, it. <laughs> I just want the Christmas songs we have in the queue to be around Christmas because it seems silly yeah. to put like a song out on December, a Christmas song out on December 2nd. And then the song that goes up Christmas Eve is not a Christmas song. It's like, let's switch those around a little bit, you know. 
Yeah, Our song is a very Christmas Eve song. So. And I would say that the Fump every year, at least for the last few years, is like definitely lots of Christmas songs come out. So there's a lot yeah. of competition to get those December spots, mm. I'm sure. Yeah, our artists like to do a lot of Christmas songs. Yeah. We're we're guilty. This is now kind of our second. You yeah, know, the Festivus. Festivus song was the first song that ever got us on the phone. Technically, and that's a Festivus song. <laughs> yeah, you know whatever. I think but it's a holiday. It's a holiday song. It's a holiday season yeah. song. It's it's good. You know? I like doing. I don't know. I'm a fan of holiday season songs. I know you wouldn't think of it. You wouldn't think think it looking at me, but like I kind of like I'm a big fan of the Xmas. Mm-hmm. I don't like to say Christmas. Okay, Make fair. Like conservatives too happy. <laughs> nice all right so do you guys have any big plans for the holiday yeah okay <laughs> fair <laughs> uh, we have some spillage <laughs> <laughs> i made myself laugh on that one <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know our main like, plans are to release a christmas song through the phone yeah. it's going to be a standalone single uh, it's something that we've been working on for about the last two months pretty heavily, and uh, I think it's came out pretty great. So we're excited to uh, release that and to see what happens when it is released. My awesome. plan is ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. That's a good plan. I, I can get behind that. Ho, ho, ho. All right, so do you have anything you'd like to plug? Tell people where they can get the Halloween song. Of, you, you know. Or well, YouTube. Right Spotify, now, the Halloween song Apple is available. Music. Yeah, anywhere where Dead by Twenty Eight music is available: Apple Music, Spotify, uh, iTunes, even YouTube. On Facebook. We made a, a, a little AI video with a, a lyric video for yeah. it. Nothing as uh, cool as the selling out video, which was fun to actually get out and shoot oh, a, yeah. a video in person again for the first time in a while. That was that was really fun. that was like a blast actually. Like we were in a parking lot, and uh, while like after we were done shooting, we were like cleaning up. Uh, someone like uh, stopped their car and like uh, opened their window and was like, "Hey, man, I sell out for money too." And I was like, "Yeah, we all do." <laughs> He's like, "Hey, man, good luck with your shit." And I was like, "Thanks, man." That's While we great. were filming, we got the token guy driving by in a car yelling, play some Skinner. So that was we nice, got, too. That was also funny. So play some Skinner. When you see the camera start to shake, yeah. it's me laughing because yeah. people are driving by at, like, one in the afternoon. Free bird! the shit out their car windows <laughs> to us as we're recording this video in the, the yeah. Kroger parking lot. I deserve that, though, because that's I do that, like, anytime I'm at a, if I'm at a concert. Free bird! Play some Skinner! I'm a dick. And a heckler. And a, I'm a dick. <laughs> dick. Let's not sugarcoat it. I'm a fucking dick. All right. Well, that note. I, I feel <laughs> that's a good place to end it, yep. isn't it? I think so, too. Great to be here again. And uh, I love hope you. that you enjoy selling out in the upcoming Christmas song. And look for that spooky witch anywhere where Dead yeah. by 28 music's available. And say hi to the great Luke Ski. Will do. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank yep. you. And, thank uh, you for having me. We will catch you next time. See you there. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> this is the phone. But it isn't too hard. I've got the liar's clue and the biggest parody. Some video game versions I can play on my screen. 24 and Buster said I like those properties. And this got the one's clue because I get the charities. Of course, I have the movie and the documentary too. And this is for everyone who says I don't have a clue. And in the end, when I was facing a fate worse than death, she became a wraith of joy and rescued me and set us free. Not bad for the first season of Volley McGee. I mean, when I.
when it comes down to it, you kids are jiggy, crunk, trill, funky fresh, and stupid death. No, no, no. Party with your parents, party, party with your parents, it's a party. That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. Now don't you bury the gauge. Bury the gauge at twilight. Boy. Boy. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, there really isn't a whole lot of news, but uh, I can promote that tomorrow, December 1st, is Bandcamp Friday. Yes, that wonderful time of the year when Bandcamp waives its fees and gives all of the money to the artists. So if you would like to support your favorite funny musician on Bandcamp, tomorrow would be a good day to do it. Uh, That's really all I got. So let's do tour dates and hope Luke gets comes back soon. Um, on Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Sundays online, Two Sleeps. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 2nd in Santa Rosa, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 3rd online, Escape from the Secret Lab featuring the Consortium of Genius. On the 6th in Voorheesville, New York, Drew Jacobs. On the 7th in Meta Worlds Online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Also on the 7th online, Carla Ulbrich. On the 8th in Napa, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And the weekend of the 8th and 9th in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. And we got a couple of birthdays coming up. This Saturday, the 2nd, is Mikey Mason. And then coming up on the 6th is Lauren Mayer. So happy birthday, folks. And let's see if we can get Luke back. Otherwise, this is going to be a very hollow flock. I don't know. Yes, Voorheesville. I don't know where that is. You know what? Let's look it up. We got time. It's probably upstate because uh, Drew is up in the Albany area. Voorheesville, New York. Yeah, it's just, just east of Albany. And there is a Voorhees, New Jersey, too, I believe. Oh, there's a Voorhees Township, New Jersey. Which is down by Philadelphia. All right. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. So maybe we should play Luke's song and then we'll talk about it. And hopefully he'll be here by then. I'm just going to text him and tell him I'm going to play his song. Join us if you can. All right. So here is the other Tom Lair cover that we posted this week. This is the great Luke Ski with the Vatican rag. I used to be Irish Catholic. Now I'm an American. You know, you grow. First you 
get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Do whatever steps you want if you have cleared them with the pontiff. Everybody say his own Kyrie Eleison, doing the Vatican rag. Get in line in that processional, step into that small confessional. They're the guy who's got religion. I'll tell you if your sin's original. If it is, try playing it safer. Drink the wine and chew the wafer. Two, four, six, eight. Time to transubstantiate. This dance craze has survived six popes and three Da Vinci Code movies. But if they really, really want to sell the product in this atheistic age, here's some new dance steps that they may want to try. First, let women become priests. Welcome the LGBTs. Birth control you must accept. Let them contracept, contracept, contracept. Vexed by some women beguiling. Don't lock them in an asylum. Throw them all a mass rave, not into a mass grave. Doing the Vatican rag. If you meet some folks indigenous, let them keep their own religions and share the wealth and pour the Hennessy. When you decry white supremacy, take a dance class, learn some hustling from a Jew or from a Muslim. Read Rejoice, make noise, hands off all those altar boys. So get down upon your knees, fiddle with your rosaries. Bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Make a cross on your abdomen when in Rome, do like a Roman. Ave Maria, gee, it's good to see ya. Getting ecstatic and sometimes problematic, but we're doing the Vatican rag. Amen. And Luke is back with us. Hi, Luke. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, your timing is perfect. Okay. Um, I'm going to make you louder. Hard to kick in and recognize that I'm trying to, like, you know, do this and whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, so, yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> you know, I was raised Catholic, and, uh, you know, when we, we originally started talking about all this, like the, you know, doing this, I was like, all, ooh, ooh, I want to do the masochism tango, uh, because I had already kind of considered that a song that I maybe would want to cover someday. And then, um, and then, uh, uh, once we started asking around, uh, Bonnie Gordon had told us that, uh, she was interested in doing it because she had already done a cover of that with another band at some point. So then I was like, all right, never mind. Let, let's have Bonnie Gordon do the Masochism Tango because that's going to sound amazing. Yeah. And I'll figure out another track to do. So I was going and through the does. list. And it does. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see if I hit that. I'm trying to figure out how to. Uh, I, I hate Bluetooth so fucking much. It sucks. It really does. Under... It's a terrible technology. Turn my car off and then turn it back on and see if that makes a difference. So it'll like actually catch up to the fact that I'm trying to do the thing I was literally just doing. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Um, so yeah, so um, I was looking at other tracks I was considering. I, I was thinking of doing the song L.Y. because I don't know, I always really liked that track from the Electric Company and uh I don't know. There were some others I could, where I was considering, but then it kind of dawned on me, like, well, as as someone who was raised Catholic, it would seem to make sense for me to do the Vatican rag, and um, and also, uh, the thought occurred to me, 
uh, because that song is so short. Like it, like if you take off, you know, his intro and outro, that song is like just barely over a minute long. The live version that everybody knows. A lot of his songs so, are like that, actually. I was, I, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I'm, I'm, your voice is so quiet because it's going through my car, and it's hmm, weird. Pull over your while talking about it. Um. Video participants, chats, reaction, share, whiteboard notes. Eh. Isn't technology wonderful? I Did my audio go away? Uh, briefly, but it appears to be back. Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah, now I can hear you through my car, so I can do this properly with you. All right. Cool. Yes, and I can so, fix your um, volume. So yeah, so um, you know, I was raised Catholic. I was an altar boy and all that stuff. I, I, you know, basically once I got to college, I just kind of left. Um, uh, I, I have a lot of complicated feelings about you know being raised Catholic, a lot of it has to do with my father because he like, he was a Marine, but you know, he was also a Catholic and he was kind of militant, you know, dealt with Catholicism, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, these are the rules and and like, I don't know. He would just get really upset about certain things. Like, (laughs) like since I'm not on a highway, I can do this. I'll pull over real quick. Um, for the visual people like you know how people like you have the praying hands where both the palms are together and the fingers are pointed up you know so it's it's like uh if you cross your fingers and like kind of hold your hands together like this like that's another way people typically hands like hold their hands like if they're just like kneeling and praying or whatever so i was doing that and at one point i remember like on a ride home from church like my dad was angry and he was like yelling at us. It's like, you know, why do you have your hands, your fingers folded like that? That's not how you're supposed to pray in church. And I'm like, they said that was okay in CCD class. And he's like, Oh, you know, it's like, you, you know, he once yelled at me because when I got out of the pew, I genuflected, but I didn't do it facing the cross. I did it facing like the door. Cause I don't know, I was in a hurry or whatever. And he just like got mad at me. And like a lot of it, me felt like really performative all about like keeping up images that we were like the perfect little Catholic family. You shook your butt so, at the crucifix. That's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. So, so yeah. So, it, you know, um, and obviously, the 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 Catholic Church has a lot of problems with it. Um, you know, since uh, 1965, you know, when the Second Ecumenical Council of Rome, aka Vatican II, you know, uh, did all that stuff that Tom Lehrer based you know his song on. And I was thinking, well, why don't I just basically double the length of the song and write a bunch of new verses that could, you know, be like, let's bring the Catholics up to speed on what they need to do to, you know, make the Catholic church more appealing to the general public. Uh, you know, and there have been some, you know, 
folks and high people, clergy or whatever, that have actually been like, you know, relatively reasonable about things, you know, like, yeah, like, why wouldn't we welcome gay people into our church? You know, they're loved, you know, by Jesus as well and blah, 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 you know. So, yeah. Um, just, you know, do this. Um, um, I, I went on Facebook back in September and I posted something to my friends saying, you know, this, it, like this, besides the most obvious thing, what are other, you know, problems that the Catholic Church has had in the past, uh, you know, 58 years? Okay, um, <laughs> funny thing about and, that post. My wife mm -hmm. did not see it when you first posted it, but when you posted the the link to the song as a comment to that post, then it showed yeah. up in her feed. So she saw it, you know, the other day and she was like, "What argument is Luke trying to start now?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, no, no. It was just a research for his song. Look, it's in the song, it's a thing. It's fine." <laughs> yeah, it's so basically you know, it, it, was, it was the kind of thing where, you know, like, I, you know, having been the person who did improv comedy for years, things that if you ask the audience, everyone's going to say the exact same thing. It's like, you know, give me a happy occasion. Everyone's going to shout a wedding, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or give me a sad occasion. Everyone's going to shout a funeral. And that one always cracks me up because give me a sad occasion. Like, what's another well-established sad occasion besides something having to do with, like, a funeral, you know? Like, you know, breaking up with your, you know, I don't know. It just, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, I knew that if I didn't say, besides the most obvious thing, what are other problems with the Catholic Church, that if I said, what's the problems with the Catholic Church? Like, it, everyone was just going to talk about, you know, all the child molestation stuff. Yeah. It's like, so I wanted to be like, yeah, yeah, I know. But other than that, what are other things that have been brought up? And a lot of people uh, in that uh, uh, thread, you know, brought up a lot of things um, that, I basically took notes on to try to work into the song, you know, some kind of mentions of in some roundabout way. I mean, um, I mean, you know, this, I mean, I, I, I'd go through them all, but that's basically what the song is <laughs> going through them all. Um, <laughs> like, like when I said, uh, you know, one thing that was a little bit kind of vague was, um, I said, uh, like share the wealth, you know, that was basically meant to be a reference to like, you know, them, hoarding money and and you know artifacts and stuff like that you know and the fact that like oh it's vatican city where like these big golden fucking you know things everywhere you know <laughs> so the one thing that was a really like you know interesting thing that when we go like huh that's i hadn't specifically heard of that before and that's particularly messed up i'm gonna have to figure out how to work this into the song um was uh and and if i had my if i had the thing in front of me if i wasn't driving i would say who the person is i'll have to try to remember to give them credit next week but uh somebody told me about this thing that happened in ireland i want to say it was like the, the the magdalena's churches or something like that it was some long-standing you know catholic church society thing that had been going on for centuries that basically was like you know it's like, oh, we're going to, you know, bring in, you know, women 
who are in need of help to, you know, give them the help that they need. But, you know, by women in need of help, they meant basically, oh, you know, prostitutes, uh, women who were gay, uh, you know, women who were just, you know, I don't know, depressed, just, you know, any whatever reason they needed to, you know, it's, you know, it kind of like, you know, the witch trials, basically, it's like, oh, that woman's kind of go throw her in here because, you know, she looked at me weird or something. Mm -hmm. So they basically had all these women in there and, you know, they, you know, it was basically an asylum and they would just lock them in there and do all kinds of you know, quote unquote treatments or therapies or exorcisms or whatever it was they were doing, torturing these women, you know, to be right with the Lord or whatever the hell. And then often these women would die and then they would just bury them in like these mass graves and stuff. Yeah. I didn't hear about that either until I saw the thread and it is messed up. Yeah. So, and so looking at the, the doing some research on that, it's it basically said that these churches existed as late as the 1970s. <laughs> so, so it's just kind of like, you know, it's just like, wow, okay, that is colossally messed up and absolutely deserves to be specifically shouted out in this song <laughs> in some way. So, you know, hence my lyrics, uh, you know, Vexed by some women beguiling, don't lock them in an asylum. Throw them all a mass grave, not into a mass grave. <laughs> so, I know that's my, that's a really flippant way to refer to it, but hey, this is supposed to be a Tom Lehrer type song. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I I think I particularly wrapped up Catholicism fairly well in that. Yeah, and, I agree. Yeah. And I knew that the I what and before I even wrote anything else or or posted that thing on Facebook, I knew that the you know it was going to be you know rejoice, make noise, hands off all those holter boys. <laughs> um, and I considered instead being a bit more direct with it and saying stop molesting altar boys, you know. But I thought, eh, maybe I'll just. You know, hands off is funnier. I think one slight notch. Everyone, yeah, because you know, it like if if in theory Tom Lehrer was performing this, I don't think he would you know go so far as to use those words. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that whole part brown line from from uh, my hometown where he's you know just kind of like I better leave this off the song to be on the safe <laughs> side or leave off the record to be on the safe side. It's like he's just kind of like dropping the hit. Like you all know what I'm talking about. Yes. You know, yeah. So. So yeah, um, uh, and the the production side of it was originally I, I reached out to um, to Lewis of the Cog to see if there was any way the Steam Cog Orchestra could maybe do a backing track for me, and they didn't really have the the time or the resources to figure that out. But Lewis did find a MIDI track of of the Vatican Rag to um, that I could potentially use, and so I, you know, put that. Uh, MIDI track into GarageBand, and I was able to manipulate it into what I needed the, the you know structure of the song to be. But it was still very much a MIDI and very you know mechanical sounding. It didn't have that. It didn't have that swing that you you know that uh, a song like this should have. And I was trying to figure out what to do about it. And I was basically going to start asking around to see if somebody could you know make a backing track for me. You know, actually playing the piano. And then Steve Goody said something, and I asked Steve, and then Steve's like, 
well, I have the music from the Kaepernick rag, and I'm like, I totally forgot that he did a parody of this song already <laughs> about Colin Kaepernick because of the whole kneeling at the football games. Yes. The song begins with first you get down on your knee. It's like, oh, I totally forgot that was a thing. So he had um, his friend Jody, whose last name I'm forgetting. It's in, it's on the front page. You can go read Nar- it there. Nardone? Uh, yeah, that's it. So Jody Nardone made his backing track for the Vatican brag and basically said, let me go check with Jody that he's fine that, you know, um, that I'm going to let you use this track again. And Jody was fine with it. And I even uh, uh, Venmoed Jody some money to just kind of basically say like, hey, you did the work. You deserve to get something, you know. And then uh, I hired Steve to mix it down for me. And um, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, I, again, I had to like sit down and like figure out how to, because because even in Steve's version of the Kaepernick rag, he did his own moving around of various musical parts to make it fit what he wanted to do. So then I had to take his <laughs> cover slash messing around with the Vatican rag and then take those bits and then rearrange them in a way that made sense for me. So so that was nifty. And then, um, and yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm also particularly proud of uh, the line, um, <laughs> this dance craze survived six popes and three Da Vinci Code movies. <laughs> yes. That was great. It's just weird to think like that much time has passed since he put that song out. I know. Um, That's so weird. Yeah. And then I also, just because, you know, I haven't, I haven't dropped a sound bite in a song in quite a while, but it just seemed like I wanted to put something in there that let the listener know on some level that the person who's saying this is a Catholic person or a person raised Catholic. So it's kind of like, you know, if, if you're going to come at me for saying this stuff, it's like, I, this was what I was raised with. So I'm allowed to make fun of the thing I was raised in, you know? So. You know, what's funny is I I was raised, I was raised Catholic too. And I somehow made it all the way through college before I found out that the church wouldn't let gay people get married. Like I just assumed it was fine like the whole time growing up. And I don't know whether it was because I grew up in Connecticut, which is a far more liberal state than others, maybe, or, or what, or, you know, I mean, I can tell you, I didn't really pay all that much attention to the homilies in mass. So maybe I just zoned out, but it wasn't until I was after college, after I graduated, I'm living in Rochester and there was a priest that was performing, um, wedding ceremonies for gay couples who was getting in trouble with the local diocese and they actually moved him to some other diocese so he would stop. And I was like, why, what, what's the problem? What? And that was when I learned about the whole history. And I was like, how did I miss this? So I kind of missed like the most important part of what you said just now, you said you, at the very beginning, you said it wasn't until you got into college that you realized what, that the church has a problem with gay people and getting them getting married. Oh, like I completely missed that. Yeah. I remember Sam Kinison mentioning on one of his albums, you know, some bit about, you know, how Pope John Paul basically, you know, uh, I'm not going to say it using the language Sam Kinison did, but basically, (laughs) you know, that Pope John Paul were like, you know, you know, screw the, gay people you know like like they don't matter to the catholic church because they're all sinners that are going to hell uh yeah so 
So the fact that you know the, that a lot of the people in higher positions in the Catholic Church now, you know, seem to not have that attitude. That's a good thing. But yeah, yeah. baby um, steps. Baby oh yes. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, you know, I, I put that soundbite of George Carlin at the beginning. You know, saying I used to be Irish Catholic. Now I'm an American. You know, you grow. Um, and I even tried to edit out the word Irish because, you know, I don't, I don't think I technically have Irish in me, <laughs> and and also the church I was raised in wasn't specifically an Irish Catholic church. So, but after a bunch of attempts of me to try to edit out the word Irish, I decided like it it sounds it's too much of an obvious edit. I'll just leave it in. Nobody cares. Yeah. The point is that I'm Catholic. Is is me getting that, you know, point across in the at, at the top of the song. Which also I, I found fitting because uh, George Carlin played Cardinal Glick in the movie Dogma, <laughs> which is why I put his photo on the, the the page of the Vump because I just felt it was fitting. Yes. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah, just uh, I you know I know you obviously like you said before you've heard all of the tracks that are going to be on this album. Mm-hmm. You know I've only heard you know a decent amount of them of things that were posted at the Vump. Uh, I've heard Tony Goldmark's track because he sent it to me when he finished it up, and you know it's it's phenomenal. I am so psyched for this album to come out because so I, I think it's going to be. It's really good. It is so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. I guess as far as other Lusky news goes, uh, I do have plans. <laughs> plans slash intentions to make new music uh in the coming year uh i i, I have grabbed uh fump posting slots for both uh uh january 16th and uh the, the tuesday following marscon in march so i am hoping i'll have you know a new track on each of those days done and i've uh you know been starting to like take notes and everything but also I'm probably at least a little bit behind on actually starting to work on MarsCon related things. So I need to start sending off emails to people and, and getting things organized. Uh, in particular, I need to get a hold of Byron and Chris about getting the, um, getting the, the live recordings from last year. So I can start putting together the fundraiser album. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's like, I'm at, I, I'm at this point where it's like, okay, I've, you know, I got past a certain amount of stuff and I've, redone my to-do list and i'm gonna do my best to try to stay focused and and work on a thing um and also i'm still waiting to hear back from uh knott's berry farm on whether or not they're going to <laughs> you know give me that temporary job of hosting their peanuts things uh during their peanut celebration i mean if i haven't heard from them by like this tuesday or so i'm going to assume that they just chose not to hire me um, which is fine. I can continue working my dumb day job as I am right now. But you know, <sighs> but yeah, it's uh, so excited for the album, the the, the the Lair album to come out. It's like, I mean, from a merchandising point of view, having it come out right, you know, when it's Christmas shopping season, you know, makes a lot of sense. Um, I really wanted it for oh, Fun Fest, but what are you gonna do? Yeah. And speaking of merchandising for the holiday season, it just dawned on me the other day, like, oh, yeah, I actually have a CD I can sell uh, for the holiday season because somebody put it in order uh, the other day for one. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing again. So I should probably 
you know, at some point soon, pop on my social media and say, hey, if you want to buy a Luke's Key CD for somebody as a gift, you know, put your orders in now so they get to you in plenty of time. Yep. So that would be needlessly meta, uh, which is you can get at lukeskey.bandcamp.com. Um, and speaking of that, did you do a dementia breakdown on needlessly meta? I think you did. I think I did. I I'll have to go I, back and have to check. I uh, yeah. I don't know. I have a weird feeling that you did, and that maybe you played progressive love song. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to go back into the Manic Mondays archives. <laughs> yeah, so it would have been and, it would have been sure. early in the year, like right after you released it. So it would have been January, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Luke Ski. I'm passing Santimas. Whoa! All right, I play. Uh, I play the Great Luke Ski the song on the sixteenth. Maybe I didn't. I don't see it in the notes. Well, better late than never, Devo Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I played Progressive Love Song in March. Hmm. E either I didn't do it, or it's not in the notes for some reason. I played Grease Wars in June. No Sleep Till Babylon in May. Huh. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> add, that, add that to your to-do list, because there's one thing Luke likes to do, is coming up with more shit for Devo to do. Yeah, yeah. You're very good <laughs> at it. It's like there's other people in my life who come up with more shit for me to do, so I just have to kind of pay it forward. <laughs> like, if I got to do shit for other people, Devo's got to do shit for me, goddammit. Uh, so, eh, anyway. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, just, yeah, the great lukeski.com, lukeski.bandcap.com. I'm on all my music's on all the social media places. And, yeah. So, there you go, everybody. I'm glad y'all liked it. All right. Um,. Do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Brett Glass wrote, Geez, I really ought to know the name of the song Joe parodied. Maybe I'll figure it out by summer. Samba of some kind or another. Yes, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because I forgot again. <laughs> I did know it at one point and I forgot again, so I, I, I can't tell you. Is it Mambo number five? No, it's not. Oh. Um, all right, that's all the feedback we got. So, okay. teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm wondering how much I should tease because I do have to rearrange the schedule a little bit. Although, I think tomorrow's song should probably stay. And then, yeah. And then that. And then the Christmas song start. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to move Tuesday's song. Um, tomorrow's song 
is by an old artist performing under a new name. So ah. I'm just going to leave you with that. <laughs> uh, and then Tuesday song, I got to move around. Although, actually, let me make sure the song I'm putting in does not. All right. Uh, I'm about to get in touch with the artist and make sure. All right. Um, Great Luke Ski is at thegreatlukeski.com. Dead by 28 are at, are they at deadby28.com? I don't know. Yeah, I think they are. Let's find out. They're on facebook.com slash deadby28. Is their Facebook page. All right. And uh, Spotify playlist topic. I'm going to start up with the Christmas music starting tomorrow. So uh, it'll be Christmas from here on here on out through Christmas. So and uh, don't forget, there is that Spotify comedy Christmas playlist that I put together um, that you can find on Spotify. I think it's like two and a half hours of funny Christmas songs. And if anyone knows of any that are not on the playlist, let me know and I'll I'll try to add them. All right. Hey, do uh, did anybody cover um, Tom Lehrer's A Christmas Carol for no. our album? No. Because that's been the perfect irony if somebody had and then we posted it at the FUP on Christmas to selling the Tom Lehrer Christmas album <laughs> with Tom Lehrer's song being against anti-capitalism of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little late now, but yeah. Uh, we did almost have a, um, a, a latecomer the other day. This another artist emailed me and was like, eh. and I was like, well, here's the songs that are left. And he's like, yeah, I can't do any of those. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski, and Dead by 28 were here before. They, sort they of. were, and so was Tom Lair, sort of. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, at DementiaRadio.org, and join us in the chat, or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes, and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll hear Luke Ski say... Hey, Devo, I'm going to write a song called The Christmas Fump Shuffle about when you have to shuffle around fump songs in Christmas, so give me another slot and you have to shuffle the songs again.